live. Okay. We're back, people. Sorry for the uh, discrepancies going on right now. We have some technical difficulties going on. And Serenity now. Got to relieve the stress a little bit. YouTube was not being cool. Yeah, YouTube was not being cool. I don't know what was up with that. If anybody's like a live professional out there, please... We need some counseling here right. or something. Right. We need some YouTube help. YouTube was fine when I was doing the test the other day, and now it just said, uh, giving me problems, and then it said, uh, live streaming is not available for this channel right now. So I don't know. Like, Shreya just told me, you can't go live on this channel. Maybe it was so. because the server was too warm because our episode's too hot right too now. Hot. John Ortiz right coming now. on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's probably it. Way too hot right the now. The server's like, ah. <laughs> it's too much. But how's everyone doing out there? Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if... Uh, you know, we sounding all right. I don't know why this thing keeps dinging, too. I hope that goes away. Please, as always, yeah, please uh, let us know how we sound, what can be fixed. Uh, this is an interactive podcast. The whole point is to have everyone involved. And yes, please be a part of the show, everybody. Please be a part of the show. This <laughs> isn't our show. This is your show. While we are here right now, tell all your friends to join in. Come on, there's more room. Everyone sit around the table. Let's yeah, get everyone going everyone. right now. We got a Invo- round table now. I don't know if you guys can tell. New table. Yes, new table. So... Bring the family. This Invite is- all your friends. Uh, be sure to check us out. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, our Patreon page. And we're still waiting on the approval for iTunes. Hopefully they like us better than YouTube. They'll actually give us some, some play in that field right there. But um, We also have a, a Patreon. And we want to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters this week. Yes. It really means a lot, you know, people Definitely. who support our show, mm-hmm. you know, these mics, they're very nice. They weren't free. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, we want to say a thank you to Joe Zank, uh, Ryan Lowy, Amanda Lee, Ro- uh, Rodrigo Braz, Ralph Van Kerhoff, Jeff Metz, Dustin Jamieson, and Zach Haynes. Haynes? I'm sorry. Hannes Haynes. Hannes. But we just seriously thank, thank you, you everyone much. so much. It means the world to us. And, any uh, any kind of support is great to see from anybody, whether it's a dollar or ten dollars, whatever it is. We appreciate the support. It helps us, you know, up the production a little bit on our show every time. You know, we have a little bit extra extra to help out. Yeah, a little, little bit goes a long way. And How, uh, speaking of charities, speaking of charities, speaking of support and uh, the incredible support of the Roll Bay community. Yes, uh, we have some Rob G updated charities as well. We have um, Ryan Lowy and. Ryan Schutte got together and they made a big print, like a 24 by 36 of that like well-known picture of Rob G, the top soul with like the kids chasing him down right. the hill. In San Diego? Yeah. Going down the hill, yeah. And that one is, it's going for auction right now on BMAG and I mean on eBay. So under BMAG's name, um, the link down in the description for, for the uh, auction. But we have his picture there. It's a 24 by 36, I believe. And right now it's at three hundred and five dollars. The auction ends tomorrow sometime. So we still got some time to bid on that. You know, all the proceeds go towards, you know, Rob's charity, obviously. And I think right now it's at uh It's like one thirty. Yeah, like one thirty yeah. something like that. Which is Which is really so good. Oh sick. It's really good. And we it's just uh I you know, it's it sounds like a lot. But he's yeah, gonna have a lot of bills. He he was yeah, he was yeah. in the ICU for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's still in the hospital. Yeah. So anything you can do, five dollars, fifty dollars, two dollars, anything. anything you can do is a huge help. Just go to um, 
gofundme.com slash Rob Guerrero. The link is in my bio at Homie Bill on Instagram and uh, many other friends as well. And also uh, Feet Blading, who's been, who's star- Lonnie Gallegos, who started the uh, Rob G Fund. Um, they just made a new shirt. Mm-hmm. And they're selling the, the shirts that are being sold. They're a picture of Rob G doing his famous yeah. cab driver, yep. meditating with his elbows on his knees. And uh, all the proceeds of that shirt go to the Rob G Fund, too. Right. So if you guys want to take a look at that, it's at Feet Blading. We also have um, the boys in Scotland. I'm guessing it's IRN Blade, they're called. But they're doing like a little tour this weekend through uh, England. And they're going to be at like Rampworks and some other skate park on Saturday and Sunday, I believe. But... They uh, they have they printing out some shirts. They're not necessarily Rob G shirts. Like all proceeds for the shirts are going towards you know the Rob G fund anyway. So whatever they sell during their little trip, um, it's I R N Blade, I believe. So if anyone is in the UK area is you know going to go to Rampworks this weekend and whatever, pick up a shirt and support and you know help Rob G out. Also, we have um, an update. Um, for John Ortiz, a uh, guest on our show, mm-hmm. he got a text, uh, we got a message from oh, Ro- yeah. Rob G's dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rob G's dad also wanted to put out a message that came from Rob that he wanted us to say on this show. That's because, it, yeah. um, as you all know, Rob's been getting a lot better considering his injury. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, the doctors are really impressed with how he's been doing. Mm-hmm. He's starting to eat solid foods. He's starting to Huge uh, improvements. work on physical therapy, doing like putting on the green and like, you know, hand-eye coordination kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and he's, as always, like anyone who knows him, his spirit is so like vibrant and mm-hmm. he's just like, that's still there. So he's still yeah. that person that we all love. He's still but, Rob G. Yeah. But Rob wanted to express a message to everyone watching and all bladers. Um, Rob's dad said, Rob wants to shout out his love to all his Blader community. His father, Ralph, says that he has no doubt Rob will be back on Blades. He said, it'll take time, but he knows in his heart of hearts that he will return. Mm-hmm. And uh, love has no boundaries and it conquers all. And anyone that knows Rob knows that Rob, you know, I've been saying it's kind of corny. Rob is love. Anyone that knows yeah. him, it's... He's just an infectious person. That sounds like exactly like something that he totally. would say, too. So it's like perfect. So he just, Rob, I mainly wanted to really express his gratitude for the support from the Blade community in the midst of his crisis. I would have loved to have seen his reaction in the hospital when like he found out that yeah. there was a GoFundMe <laughs> that had over $100,000 on it. Right. Like that, I don't know. I would have been like yeah. in tears crying, like oh, no yeah. way that people would do this for me, you know? Oh, and yeah. here we are doing it for him. He probably had no idea what was going on. Like... Uh, GoFundMe was probably the last thing going through his mind right right then, you know? Like, he probably had no idea that anything was happening in the first place. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, how could you even consider that, you know? Yeah. And, but it's uh, it's been it's been incredible. It has, and uh, it's awesome that Rob could express that to the mm-hmm. community. Definitely. And uh, so, yeah, we just wanted to say, you know, Rob G, we love you. We think about you all the time. And, can't wait uh, to see you back. Can't wait to see you back. We're here for you. And if you are listening to this episode, just know that you got the whole world rooting for you, my friend. We're all here, yep. and we're all, uh, our hearts are all with you, man. Yep. So, yeah, that's a message from Rob G. Nice, nice, good to hear from him. I think that's the first time that we heard from him since the accident, right? For the it's most the part? first time that he directly reached out yeah. to the community, and that's he, crazy. he wanted his dad to do it. And, I hope he got his yeah. tacos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I read on the... Uh, oh, he can't eat, like, he couldn't eat solid food or something like that. No, right? he, do- he is. He's oh. just started eating it, but he said to his physical therapist, he said, um, 
He said, what's your, uh, I think it was a she. She said, what's your goal when you leave the hospital? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to eat two burritos oh, yeah. and drink two beers. beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just two. Which is cool. Just two. <laughs> All right. To a uh, little change of pace right now, we got our WTF of the week. And this week it comes to, I hope I'm saying your name right, man. Quint- <laughs> Quinton Mandaron. And it is this insane back royale. This has been going around the past like day or two on Instagram. Oh, okay. So that's Leon. I just realized. What, the spot? Yeah. The, Boom. the spot in the back was like that gap to ledge, that famous one. Oh, that the like, curve around. one? Yeah, curve so, one. Yeah, so, okay. Aww. But yeah, wow. like. Oh, so what is he putting water he, he, on the yeah, ice? What, so where is this, France? What is this? This is like, it looks like Lyon, if, unless What's I'm that? mistaken. Is that France? France, yes. Okay, so if it's France, I guess See, they, like they don't use wax, like they just use water, I guess. Wow. Well, it we looks get, like a painted ledge that you might not even need it. Just like a bottle. Wow, just though, a bottle seriously. of Poland Spring. <laughs> what a boss. That oh is my God. awesome. That was sick. Yes. You probably <laughs> felt like the man after that. Ugh. I wonder what his skates look like. Yeah, right? He, <laughs> no that, groove left. That man needs a frame sponsor, a boot sponsor after that back row. It's worth it, though. Oh, yeah, that is the spot. I see Look the legends in the back. Yeah, right? Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Killed it. I mean, I don't know. It might be a painted legend. The skates might be good. Who knows? Could, I, if that's painted still, that's like... Right. Come on. That's just crazy. So, yeah. That's our what the uh, WTF yeah, there you of go. the week. How, how are you feeling after our, your session today? Oh, man. We had a little skate session earlier. Yeah, Austin and I had a little <laughs> skate today. If you haven't seen it yet, f- check our Instagram story. <laughs> we had a, a lot of fun skating today. <laughs> and we got a lot, of, a lot of messages back about it, too. Right. We dis- so we, we had a good response. We discovered that you could put a song in yeah. slow motion to clips. So, stories now. So first, we're like, okay, let's get a couple of clips. And then we were just like, just being, having so much fun with it. It was really fun. <laughs> it was we, fun. we had a good time with it. Our Instagram story is, is lit, as the kids say these days. So. Yeah. Go check it out if you haven't already. Give us a follow too as well. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean that's that, that's that's the key thing, right? Like yeah. like blading should be about having just fun. Having fun. That's right? what like yeah. Exactly. That's why we all started. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's always, you can make whatever you want. You can push yourself to go far. Yeah. But I but I think that the core of it is just having fun. So we we did that today. Yeah. <laughs> <It was just laughs> Everyone check it out when you have yeah. a chance. <laughs> so we have a special guest today. Very special guest today. <laughs> New York City legend. Where's the wheel? Boom. We got his. Medium pro wheel? Oh, Medium yeah. Medium pro wheel, and the 20th anniversary for it was like a month or two ago. I own those. Still? I, no, I, no. <laughs> I barely own any. Those are good wheels. I, I own like those three shirts. 20 years, I, I own know. like three shirts and like two pairs of pants. <laughs> I, I don't own anything. But we have New York City legend, John Ortiz. Give him a round of applause, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a edu- okay. This is well, you have the, off you have, the back. You have the hug in it as well. You have the hug in it as well too. We didn't get the hug. Yeah, we gotta get the there, hug. There's levels to the to the pound. You gotta you gotta tease the children. You know what I'm saying? That's I I think that's like the first one. It's like yo, we gotta clip this one. But uh, then once you get that, you can do the the pound hug. Right? right, you could do the when, pound when, when I first started traveling. I remember that was like one thing I like. I was doing other people, and they're like, "What are you doing? Get away from me!" Right, like, <laughs> it was actually yeah. like confusing, right? Because yeah. we're trying to hug them, they're trying to pound yeah. us. Yeah, like, like, what are you doing? I want to hug you. You're trying to punch me. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all love in New York, though. It is. It, it is. is all love, unless oh. it isn't. 
<laughs> then it's <laughs> okay. then it's all bad. But when it isn't, you know it kidding. isn't though. You know it isn't. True, true. There's no BS in no, nah, no. But nah. thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for traveling all the way from Manhattan. Yo, all I know way, all the way from. I can LES. see you're wearing a New York Yankees jersey. Oh, I gotta represent. You know, I'm a Mets fan. So are you? I'll still sit next to you. That's cool, man. Because you're my brother. You can break bread. <laughs> All right, cool, man. We'll break down this Berlin wall right here and we'll hang out. That's okay Sounds with good. me. Sounds good. Sounds good. But, um, okay, so yeah, uh, for all of you that know John, knows that he's been around in skating since probably anyone has been around skating. Yeah. Since mm. I started skating, mm. I remember seeing mm. John in ads and, and magazines mm-hmm. and... And everything, all the, uh, stuff that I thought was really cool. Like yeah. it was all like Osby, New York City stuff, Triple oh, A. Oh, Osby. Oh, Osby. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about Yeah, Osby, no, so. like really cool, <laughs> really cool stuff that was like done really well, really artistic. I, remember, I always remember, do you remember that uh, old, uh, yeah. some of those like, what was it, a Triple A ad where they were like all like, like a Calvin Klein ad? Yeah, yeah. yeah, back in the yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I, I remember that in like box or something. I yeah, like hopefully we could put that up in the um Yeah, in the I'll, I'll try to try to find it if it's on yeah, Google these days. That that's actually kinda interesting because um Yeah, what was the deal with that? What what was the backstory with that ad? Well it was uh that was the mastermind of Ray Mendez. He was kind of the triple eight like creative director at the time. He's mm-hmm. always been so smart when it comes to marketing. He is, yeah, he's kind of the man. Yeah. And um it's funny though because when I say it now, it's it's kind of weird because I was like sixteen, yeah. you know, and like we were all in underwear. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like right. It feels kind of weird. Ray's now. like, That's I want all you guys like... in your underwear. Well, it's good that all you guys were sixteen because you know what I mean. <laughs> but that was the nineties. Yeah. You know, it was a long time ago. So. Right. But good. but that was cool. I think like especially back in the day, bleeding had some really cool marketing ideas. It was way different than it is now. Way different. Way different. Yeah, like there was like yeah. I feel like there were like people who like worked for successful marketing companies coming out and be like, this guy's, what you guys got to do? <laughs> right? Well, uh, kind of, yeah, that's kind of how it was. There was just more money in skating back then. So we people could afford a marketing department agencies. and shit, yeah. 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 Whoa. Yeah. And straight bite off of Calvin Klein. When did you yeah. go pro? Um, well, there wasn't an exact date or anything. Back well, what then, year? There it wasn't, wasn't like an ASA pro, though? Well, I mean, ASA came about in like 95, 96. And if you were sponsored, you were just pro. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that guy's sponsored. He's on the tour. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't a legit way to turn pro, at least through ASA, until 97 when they created mm-hmm. the amateur circuit. Yeah. And I was already pro back by then. We good? We good? Mm-hmm. The levels are good? Level's yeah. good? Um, so, I don't know, 95, I guess, I turned Did you have, pro. like, a boot sponsor? Did they have boot sponsors in 95? Oxygen, yeah, right? 1995, yeah. Oxygen was around in 95, though, was well, it? Well, no, but we got sponsored by them in 95, before How? the boot, yeah, right. I know. Sometimes <laughs> Wait, I kind of you were so ahead of your time that you got sponsored <laughs> by a boot bit. company I mean, before that, they were around. That we uh, <laughs> was the future then. The, fir- the first oxygens were like one point ones, right? And those came out like ninety seven. Yeah, and the three point ones. Yeah, yeah. So that was ninety seven. No, well, the story was that we had a local team called City Skate that was put together by David Larrick Smith and Ray Mendez, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they have ways of talking to people. You know they still have those skills, mm-hmm. so they finagle somehow a deal with Oxygen, who was an Austrian company. I don't even yeah. know how he. He reached out mm. to them because, whatever. There was no internet back then. They yeah, must yeah. have called some Austrian number. Like, wrote him a letter. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, we got this team," and they're like, "All right, cool. We'll send you some shirts because we don't even have skates yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, but when we get them, we'll send them to you." Yeah. And then by the time they actually sent the skates and like the end of '95, I was kind of already on the mm-hmm. up and up with skating, and they just put me on the team. And, who yeah. was who was on that first lineup with you? Oh Lord, I mean, if 
you remember the skates? They're super classic. There was like mm-hmm. the red Scott Bentleys. Yeah. Those baby blue Tasha. But was Oxens. that the same line that was like originally? Because yeah, those came out like a year later. Right with that AR. No, that if I remember correctly, Argon. they came out at the same time. Did the one point one, the three point ones, which are the black ones. Yeah. One point ones were kind of lower. Three point ones were higher. It was the opposite? No, I thought it was. No, the three point ones were the the larger frames. Oh, like is that what it was? Smaller, like. Oh, okay. Boot and cuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yo, much respect to Scott Bentley, but those skates were. Ugly, bro. What you are bugging? What were the go- Mets fan right here? What? What were the? What <laughs> no, were the? I'm just go- what were oh the? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh my god! History. Yes. Yeah, so these, these are three point ones, though. Three point ones. Yes. Yeah, so they had the higher frames. This cobwebs. The, 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 the cuff on. goes up to your knee. Yeah, yeah. especially back then when everyone was like a teenager, a little kid. I love yeah. that because I mean, we were so little. That was basically like when you're doing sidewalks too. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I remember loving that too. Like it was my favorite part about the skates. That's awesome. How long have you had these? A few years. There's like spiders. There's legit a spider dropping. See oh that spider God. right there? Yeah. <laughs> this, this cobwebs on my uh, 3.1s. John just made a friend. Yeah. yeah. So, can we uh, Charlotte. slide something with these? Well, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Because we have... Oh, um, uh, we, we, we'll get into that. Well, I guess we'll get, we'll get into that part like right now. So <laughs> a lot of people know, especially from like the promo video, you had like legit solid ass backslides, right? Like probably like one of the best in the game. Mostly yeah, but during the oxygen times. I literally attribute that to these skates right here. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of, I don't want to say cheater skates, but like it was so easy on oxygen. I wish I had the clip to show everyone. Maybe I'll throw it on the, the YouTube version. But so, and there was there was a clip of you in Oncom, Oncoming Ground, I think, where you backslid the bottom of Stuyvesant, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And it's like the chillest, most laid back backslide. And you like could have kept going <laughs> like 100 more feet on that shit. Totally. And. Yeah, I mean, once you broke in those oxygens, you can just go as long as you like. Yeah, take a nap. So, <laughs> legend has it that you did the whole rail though, but not that day. What's the story behind that? Yeah, unfortunately, legend there's no has footage. it. Well, yeah, because there's no footage of it, and <laughs> if there's no footage, it didn't happen. Right? Yeah, that's kind of like the world we live in today. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, there's no footage. I can't say that I came off of it clean and all steezy and whatever. Mm. Like it was a battle, and it's funny because oxygens were really sticky so my problem was i was getting through the first part cool every time i hit the kink i would get stuck and like fly forward that's like unheard of now (laughs) right Right. so it was just a battle just to get through the flat and one time i barely made it through the flat and the last bottom part was just like eh, 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 just fighting it came off forward all sketch but i landed on the floor on the street so i technically kind of did it i guess that was the reason that i got those skates was strictly to hit stuyverson for the most part i haven't done it yet still but that, like, that was the reason why I that's got it. That's not why you got That's why you got That's those? legit like, why I got them. I was <laughs> like, yo, I want to. And then we went to another rail, Kink Rail, at Unity. And I'm like, oh, we got to go Styrison right now because I want to do it. And just haven't gone back since. Dude, let's do it. But I'm fiending. I'm fiending. Let's go after the show. We'll do the, the oh, backslide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, down. The, the, 10, the 10, 11 p.m. session? Maybe maybe it might happen. I don't know. We gotta well, see. So Kazu from Japan, mm. love the guy to death. He mm. actually sent me a pair of oxygen so that I can backslide Stuyvesant. Because when he was in New York, he saw the rail. I took him there. Um, he's like, I know the distributor in Japan. They still have like 50 pair of oxygens. I was like, bro, like hook me up. Mm-hmm. So he sent me a pair. They were brand new 1.1s, like never touched. Mm-hmm hooked him up made like a backslide groove kind of cheated it put him on my feet to go skate took one step and the plastic went bam expired <laughs> literally like exploded on my foot and no. i felt so bad like wow. i just destroyed Did all that work a piece and of pictures art of you like dremeling it because kazu posted that picture yeah we were in uh, ariel's house and i just did yeah. like a little he gave me the dremel bit to dremel those and i just haven't done it like the same bit i guess they used on that Bruh, let's do it please <laughs> yeah. we get it done <laughs> please but um yeah 
So anyone doesn't know what rail we're talking about, Stuyvesant's like a famous kink rail in New York City. Um, from like the old school days. From like the old school days, yeah, but like, like more commonly known, I guess, Farmer 360 sold it at night in mm-hmm. underestimated, underestimated the intro. Yeah. Incredible. Like the last trick in the New York section in VG16, I think, Majet sold it. Just, right. And that's a good... Because oh, right. that was a sick, It was just a straight yeah. soul, but like it's crazy he because that's how you can see how fast that rail actually is, you yeah, know? he blasted it. Like he it. almost went flying off the kink. Mm-hmm. It's like with more modern skates, you know, you can't do backslides on it and everything like yeah. that. So yeah. anyone who's wondering what rail it is, that's what it is. Yeah. And that's why you know why you need the oxygen to backslide it. You can't just go now with pretty modern much. skates and just be like, okay, yeah, I got front side on this or whatever it is. <laughs> Man, that's dude, not that, happening. Even I, though you think you could do it for some reason. I want to skate that rail again. Yeah, for and sure. You can't underestimate this guy. Of course he could do it. Uh, Should we go after the show? <laughs> I'm with it. Go you got to head that way anyway. Next yeah, week. I do. I'm good. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was the first one to do that rail, and I got 300 bucks for it for my 300? hero. Yeah, for my hero, Chris Edwards. Chris. I, I, oh, I, I, you know what's funny? I have on these cards here as bullet points. I wanted to talk to you about Chris. But good, you, have good a, you have a very special... An old relationship with Chris, right? I do, man. He is the godfather. I mm-hmm. mean, for those, if you don't know, I don't know how. Maybe because we got to teach our history a little better. But mm-hmm. Chris Edwards is the man that t- essentially invented our sport. Yeah, Mike legit like made ninety percent of the tricks that we do today. Maybe not all the grinds that we do, but the airs, the grabs, you know, the spins, everything. Like that's Chris Edwards. Mm-hmm. So I, to this day, I call him the God. That's yeah. who he is. You talked to him lately? I haven't heard uh, from him in a while. Uh, honestly, I haven't talked to him in about a year or so. He's out in Pittsburgh. I mean, he's yeah, raising his family. Still over there. You know, he's got his wife. He's got like eight kids. Mm-hmm. Eight? Yeah, he's got about eight kids. Yeah, he put that work in. And they're all beautiful. They got me scared. Yeah, he mm-hmm. put in work, man. <laughs> yeah, work. it's a trip. Like, I saw a picture of his daughter um, the other day. She's like 19 years old now. Like, wow. I have other pictures of her in my arms. Wow. And she's like legit pretty much an adult wow that's crazy yeah it's pretty insane and he has seven others other than he's got seven others wait yeah. so is she the oldest or she no so uh, about the safe so he, he has he was a son busy. that's the oldest hmm. yeah he got busy if he was so if he was she was busy too man <laughs> the, no well the the man puts in work the man was he's just about that work right he, uh, um so <laughs> the story with that three hundred dollars is that there was a contest across the street from the stuyvesant rail hmm. just pure coincidence and no one had ever done it i think Rawlinson, a couple people had tried it for like some MTV like short documentary on. I'm sure you guys never saw it. Uh-huh. It's no, actually tell, really it was a really I, I cool saw piece. That. It was like the precursor to the MTV uh, uh, like games yeah, that they yeah. did. I saw I saw that one with Rawlinson. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he busts his shin on it because like he was wearing the first Majestic Twelves and tried to sole it and mm-hmm. basically like when no sole plate on the back and yeah, like, yeah flew down the rail bodied himself like uh-huh. opened up his shin went to the hospital mm. whatever oh i remember that right it's like, all coming back yeah. yeah so a couple months later there was a contest there chris edwards showed up because it's sponsored by rollerblade mm. and he was a legit millionaire back then so he had money mm. and he found out that no one had ever done the rail so he's like i bet like whoever does it first bam here's three hundos right mm. here and we were all young and broke and hungry and we were like <laughs> yeah I've never seen three hundred. Three hundred dollars. That's, like That's like a thousand now. That's like a thousand now. Yeah, exactly. So everybody was bodying themselves just trying <laughs> to do this rail, and I got lucky. I did it first. It actually ended up in a video called "Some Free Advice." SFA. It's a classic oh, New yeah, York there video. You go. I used to want that video so bad when I was growing up. I was like, <laughs> I want to learn how to do all these tricks, dude. What a weird concept. But yeah. you know what was cool is about they had like in that time they had concept videos. Yeah. You know, different. like, you know, there was SFA, there was like, uh, 
I think Ride Like Aaron was a few years yeah, it was later. Yeah, years later, yeah. But th- still, they were like concept style videos, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. teach you, like, you know, pre-internet, you know, VHS things yeah. that you couldn't, mm-hmm. you can't go on YouTube and be like, oh, what's going on? Dude, it was yeah. incredible. It was like, well, there was two videos, some free advice one, some free advice yeah. two. Yeah, and the first one, two. it's like Ryan Jacklone teaching you how to like soul grind. Mm-hmm. Dave Ortega teaching you, I forget, maybe a Royale or something yeah. like that. Dion Anthony, mm-hmm. like doing those like stale grab backslides mm-hmm. when he was yeah, on yeah. Oxygen. Like, oh yeah. yeah, like Dion spent a lot of time in the city with you guys, right? He did, yeah, because he was riding for Oxygen And he was on too. FR? And FR. And so fr was owned by nick hartman it was and he lived on the west side right he did yeah like on west street or something yeah like you know where the i mean i don't know if anyone will know but that those indoor rails like they're still there to this day it's like a 12 stair it's like under a thing like he lived in like that complex okay it's like by charles street over there like not too far but i think oh that's really cool Mm -hmm. do you still like like what do you like what like first of all new york scene wow we should probably get into that a bit but also yeah. like yeah, have so. you spoken to nick hartman or like um i saw him a couple of years ago i mean he went into business with his wife as far as i understand they opened like a sandwich shop in soho and it was doing really well that they opened up a couple of locations uh-huh. i can't say if it's still there or not but like you know he went on to do other stuff and Bunch he seems things. fine so yeah yeah and uh it's funny, like, everybody in New York back in the day was on FR. Like, if yeah. you were pretty good, like, you were mm. sponsored by FR. Yeah, yeah. FR had, like, FR the all grip, over the place. dude. Yeah. All over the place. And the like, best, uh, they were the, I remember, I got one of those little FR chains. You remember those? Yeah. Yo, yeah. first of all, I showered and it made my neck green. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I still have and, an FR shirt. I have like, like I, have, I have the I have peace love fr. Whoa! Hold on, keep talking. Keep talking. That was the that was yeah. the one. The, the peace love fr one was the one that was in. Oh no, that that wasn't the one that was in half baked. The one that was in half baked was your wheel. Suck. Your wheel suck. Yeah, the dude oh, was like a mechanic classic. or something. Yeah, that was pretty classic. Like the marketing back then, like from wheel companies, was so good. Like there was it fr, was. which I think was like I think was was the coolest. I, I, see, I don't know if I, I was if I'm thinking it's biased because I'm from New York, but. Marketing was so. Gil was on FR. I mean, dude, I yeah, was such Gil a big Vasquez. fan of Gil. Yeah, I was dude, like, dude, Ozzy and Nene, the, the Disla brothers, obviously Ryan and Dave. I think Victor was on FR. Was, uh, was he? I don't even remember. It, it, basically, all of New York was on FR, which was why when I turned pro or whatever, like I kind of turned them down because I didn't want to be just another New Yorker on that team. I mean, we were all hanging out anyway, so like I wanted to go in another direction, and I actually made a really lucky and smart decision by going with a wheel company that I'd never heard of because they didn't even have product mm. out yet. But the owner, which turned out to be Shane Coburn, like reached out to me and was like, hey, like I'm starting this company. It's California-based. We'll fly you out. Hey, I guess that was random for you to be on there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. And it turned out to be Medium Wheels, which is yeah. still one of the greatest companies in the history of blading. <laughs> Shane, Shane's always had good taste when selecting his team, if I do say so <laughs> Yeah, myself. I'm sure you would say that. Right, yes. So here we go. <laughs> He he can tell a real New York, Yo, and you could see the age on this shirt. So look at the back. Crazy, that shirt is as old as you are. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it has all the holes in it. Look at the neck. Damn, you wore that out, kid. So, well, it was, it was my brother's shirt first, and then. Well, that shirt got like I, one thousand uh, miles. When I finally on it. grew into it, I started wearing it, and then I just kept it over the years. That's in, that's incredible. That's, that's a high mileage shirt. Smells like the nineties. Smells like the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smells, smells like spice pops. Smells like Jenkos and the spice girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, by nice. the way, shout out and to the, the these awesome cups right here. Like 
You know you got a legit podcast. <laughs> you got the straight up like ill mug. Oh, this is lightweight. I like that. This Can is I lightweight. Cheers, this is lightweight. Oh, oh yeah, guys. If you didn't, if you didn't notice, uh, along with our new round table, we have some new mugs. Let's get one more cheers for the gram. One more cheers for the gram. Hey, this, this the gram if you don't do follow us already, follow us on <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I just really want to thank our Patreon supporters for helping us get these mugs. Just kidding. We, we, <laughs> we invest our own money, but we do want to thank the Patreon supporters. Definitely, definitely do. <laughs> True. Yeah, but okay, man. So you just got back from Malaga, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was doing a blading camp with Chosco Wiki. And uh, the week that I went there, I don't know if you guys know Blading Camp, but it's essentially like an experience where kids come out, kind of like Woodward style, it's like a camp experience, but instead of just being in one location, you know, Woodward is like Disneyland for skates, you ain't got to go yeah, anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Their idea is that you come to Malaga, which is in the, the south of Spain, beautiful city, um, and there's a ton of skate parks there, there's amazing street skating, there's like rivers and like hiking and lakes and mm-hmm. desert. So you come for it's a un- week. It's unbelievable. I've seen uh, it just it, like the Instagram yeah. footage. Yeah, it's, it's Dude, ridiculous. it is no joke. Like yeah. it's legit like it paradise. paradise. It looks it's like paradise. paradise. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you go there for a week, you know, you pay a price and it gets you a bed. It gets you like amazing food, like cooked by a legit chef, you know, transportation. So you literally just show up and they take care of everything. And every day you're street skating, you're going to skate parks, you're hiking, you're climbing, you're swimming. So it's all around stuff. It's not like only skating. You're doing like other... I mean, it's all based on skating, but yeah, there's other stuff. I mean, it's in the south of Spain and it literally hits like 110 degrees out there in the middle of the day. Yeah, you kept showing me that. Yeah, it's kind of like Arizona, which I know you would understand. It's dry heat, but like it's no joke. So like during the day, Mm. you know, we'll start in the morning with yoga, have breakfast, um, go to a skate park. Who leads the yoga class? Josh? Uh, Josh does. I can see yeah, Josh yeah, yeah. He oh, kills right, it. Yeah. He kills it, yeah. And then we'll go hiking or go to a lake and just kick it, like cliff jumping, and then mm. at night go to another skate park. That's cool. And then That's just sick. do it over and over for get, a week. Get, get like an early session so it's not too hot, mm-hmm. cool off for a bit, skate again when it cools down again, yeah. but the sun's still out. That's, That's cool, really but cool. skating all day, every day will kill you. It'll kill at you. At least breaking it up like it that does. is but, a nice way to But it's, it's good because there's, there's education involved. Obviously, you have the coaches who are amazing professionals, like Montre was there the week I was there. Mm. Oh, but, yeah. So there's like Yeah, Mills Jansen. So they're legit, like, and it's not like you have to learn this, this, and this. It's like you just hang together. out. Yeah, you just hang out, and you're like, "Hey, I want to practice you have a question, soul grinds." And Montreal will help you like you. work on soul grinds. Yeah, and just have a good time. That's a good way to learn. You're not like forced to do anything, and it's like a more natural progression too, because you're not just like, "All right, guys, today we're going to learn soul grinds or whatever it is." It's just like, "Oh, no, I'm struggling yeah, on the trip, yeah. Mr. Montre, can you help me?" <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because you know the beautiful thing about skating is that it's like it's your own thing. You know, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong. So like whatever you want to work on, they're there to help you uh-huh. right. make you a better skater, which in turn makes you a better person. Yeah. And that's like part of the whole experience. It kind so, of, they're kind of, there's like a, like a support system. Like they're not there to like kind of tell you what to do, but if you have questions, no. they're there. It's like, your, it's your world. It's whatever your world. you want to do and work on and learn. Yeah. It's on you. That's, it looked like you guys had a really good turnout this year. Yeah. Well, the week I was there, yeah, it was like 25, almost 30 campers. Mm-hmm. Which I, I want to say campers, but like the cool thing is that it's adults, kids, like it's completely mixed. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's mm. it's really cool. And There's no age group separation at all. No. Is no. there like an age limit? I think the youngest is me. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You could like hit up Josh Glowicki and he can answer that for you. But I think it's like eight or ten years old. What about like the oldest? There's like no limit. Yeah, there was dudes in whatever. their 30s that 
came through it's really beautiful because there were multiple countries like represented at blading camp these dudes came well, out I'm sure from, like in europe is different than like, america if you had, like Woodward. yeah well, okay yeah <laughs> like yeah so there's europe right and it's yeah. easy to get you know from like germany to spain but yeah. there was people coming from like taiwan oh really like wow. the dudes that helped you know the kyan project like do formosa yeah that, like took them around those guys were so hyped on everything that they flew all the way to spain oh damn just to be campers sick. at blading camp and they were the best people well, their boys are glow wiki too. They so, are, so. yeah. But like, it just adds to the whole spice and yeah, flavor no, of like, the experience. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, so I'm proud of what they're doing there for sure. Yeah, that's really cool that he was able to generate such a good following. Yeah, it mm-hmm. seems like he's build that up. Because I, because if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Woodward East does Blade Camp anymore. Right. No, unfortunately, there's Wood- no Woodward West skating, and there's at, yeah, at but, East. but at West, it's only like two weeks out of the entire yeah. summer. Well, right, because it's it's just numbers. I, there's I just currently there's not enough numbers signing up for it for them to invest the time and you know effort into it. But it's 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 interesting to see that you know Josh is able to do those numbers. I'm not sure if it's a thing where it's more of a demand in Europe or if it's just something to do with that it's more of a core thing happening with like more of like it seems more hands-on it seems more laid back and you know Woodward is great as a kid that was like the dream but 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 it is good to and interesting to see that Josh was able to kind of create that that following there for sure and there's no uh, like uh, boundaries when it comes to age for the people that he's reaching I mean again you got the guys from Taiwan that came Mm -hmm. we had these little kids from like Denmark and like uh, all over the place like really cool kids and then really cool um this guy from queens like a 20 year og who hasn't lived in new york in like 10 mm. years i haven't literally seen him in 20 years this guy frank super cool cat shout out to frank mm. he just showed up to blading camp he hasn't skated in, in a while and then he started up again a couple of years ago mm. found out about blading camp and just straight up That's like crazy. went out there That's yeah. super random so like i i saw someone i haven't seen in 20 years That's super random yeah like it's pretty amazing it's cool to see that come back, though. 100%. That it was worth it for them to go to Blading Camp, too. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sick. It's good so, to see people doing that stuff, you know? For sure. And I'd love to see more of that, like, around the world. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of camps and stuff going on, mm-hmm. and especially in Europe. Mm-hmm. And I know South America, too. But I'd love to see that start happening here in the States, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Outside of, like, Woodward. Especially because they don't even offer it anymore, so. It's yeah. crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Because when I, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, my God. I really want to go to Woodward. You know? It was like... That was a dream. Growing it was up. like mm-hmm. you know, and and, Still I, and, is. and I and I guess I guess it was cool <laughs> yeah, because they made it accessible to people who didn't have money to be they could work there, be dish dogs, right? Uh-huh. Which I think Kilgore was a dish dog. Kilgore was a dish right? dog, yeah. And uh, you know what's funny? I, I I I put something up the other day. I forgot. I forgot what. But a lot of you guys, if you know Jeff Laredo, he was uh, like Kevin Dowling's Woodward counselor. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I heard stories of that too. I can't think of any of them right now, but I remember hearing like people like, "Oh, I used to teach him at like Woodward or whatever." Yeah, it was. yeah, it, yeah. It has a crazy, like you know, history where you know Hakeem Jamo, he mm-hmm. was a counselor, and he had I, th- I don't want to, maybe the Kelsos, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. But but the, he had a few people that were, you know, just ended up becoming prominent mm-hmm. people in blading and yeah. pretty well known. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's those the, those things are cool. Those the, things are important actually, uh, to nurture because yeah, obviously, like those environments nurtured some of the people that we know. Put your phone in your pocket right? so it doesn't keep <laughs> yeah. that on the table. <laughs> Sorry. 
But like, there's, there's a event in Woodward East next month for bladers. Yeah, the weekend is strictly blading, right? Like, you going? am I correct by saying I'm going? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going. You it's going? strictly blading, right? Yeah, I'm going. We're going. We're going. We're yeah, going. we're all we're all going. It's gonna so be it's, like a hundred yeah. bladers for a weekend. Yeah, bladers like, only. Yeah. after camp is closed. It's the weekend, right? Or something. That's, yeah, it's, that's, it's since it, like that, camp is done by the end of this at month. At this age, so that's just scary to me. Though. Yeah. At this age, that's what? scary to me. Why? Like, I, I want to skate and stuff, like with everyone, and you know, have a good time. But like, like a hundred, hundred, like blader old friends. It, j- it just sounds like I don't know. It sounds like a hard skating and some injuries. Along with some, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't got to go all out. It's a huge place. You don't even have to like skating with the same people. I know it's big enough where you can be by yourself skating like something. But you're not gonna do that with like 99 pals, man. You're gonna be like all kind of vibing. I don't know. I'm old. I just hurt my shin today. (laughs) I'm falling apart. But Um, if anybody (laughs) wants to do that, we have Long from Oak City. Yeah, so it's Cameron Card and Long from Oak City. Well, they both are together. Yeah, so I don't even know if all the the spaces are sold out. So if you guys are trying to go hit yeah, up hit long from up. oak city or cameron card yeah it's gonna be and come on out yeah it's gonna be fun for sure speaking of um old woodward days um I'm trying to segue here <laughs> do it you you have the title of fall of the year 1996 well that was actually 1995 but was they it? labeled oh, it in 96 it? yeah oh, oh are we going there we oh was it cute Huh? Yes. Is it actually labeled as Fall of the Year '96 on YouTube? It's labeled no, Fall it's of not. the Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. it was Fall. And of dude, the that's century. crazy because '96 was '96 was a busy year for falls. <laughs> People were well, yeah, just there, there was just like, learning there to play. There was like fall sections and videos, and like there was two fall sections in in that video. In that too. video, that so was that's uh, quite no an accolade. Limits. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Neil so Moreno. We, did, that did, did, that. Do you do the first? Is it the first like recorded Scorpion Fall? Like that's like known. They're called in blading. Yes. But in, was it like in sports? No, uh, I mean snowboarders, skiers. But, but I mean, was, they'll do like multiple. But was that in name like around before your fall? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I the first I yes I, the first I've ever heard of a scorpion. Did y'all see that? <laughs> Can you play that back? Well, th- this is what they see now. They're watching. Oh man, bro. Can we talk about that? So a scorpion fall for those who don't know is when <laughs> who was listening when when you go on your face and you're legs go over and kick you in the back of the head well they don't always kick you in the they back of the head to. john managed john to managed kick yeah himself well in the once back upon a head. time i was a flexible young lad so <laughs> apparently at, not as you're not uh, well all right so the story is that's uh um in central park and no one had really skated it before mm-hmm. and i got hyped i actually chess and sold, checkers yeah chess and checkers uh, i actually sold it for that video right yeah um but i wasn't happy and i tried soul to do to like soul. a soul to soul now i oh, don't man. honestly remember actually falling and hitting my face and flipping which is probably oh, why remember i went it? so out of control no i kind of blacked out yeah totally when you hit so that hard what i do remember is that i remembered like i couldn't put my hand out if you don't if you can't tell, like I have a cast, like a full cast past my elbow where I can't bend I my think arm. I didn't that. Right, right. While well, I was wearing a blue, like <clears throat> yeah, you were uh, like a fleece on or something. Yeah, yeah. Your boneless knee pads didn't do anything. To <laughs> no, they, they, they were not going to help at that moment. Yeah. So all I remember thinking is like, like damn, I can't put my hands out to save me. Let me just go to sleep before I fall so I don't feel it. You lay down. I was going to say <laughs> that's like, like that, that's usually you take a fall. You're like, I think I'll lay here for you, a second. If, yeah, <laughs> like, if you could, like freeze the frame when he lands, like he gets so comfortable. He's uh, like, wait, wait. wait. Ah, no, he's like take a nap, right? Me like one of right your French quick. girls, right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so the, <laughs> I 
love it. Well, so the the only good thing that came out of this is that that fall was very early in my skating career, and it essentially shaped my style because I what? I literally didn't want to fall ever again. Mm. So like I made sure whatever I was doing, it was going to be as pinpoint as possible, you weren't as reckless. smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, it was well thought out. I just I didn't want to fall you know, ever I, again. But so, like. <laughs> Was there any like actual damage to your body from that, or you were just I mean, like, yeah, I had like, a, I mean, again, thankfully I was like pretty flexible. Yeah, I had a twinge in my lower back and for your a couple arm of was years. Already, your arm was already my broken. arm was broken, so, so that was whatever. So as far as like a like a, a first like major fall, like that's not bad at all. Like you didn't have to get. Well, I mean, if I did that to today, get, I would literally break in two pieces. Yeah, well, yeah but today, thankfully but I'm I was saying, flexible. Like, you weren't in like a wheelchair for like a yeah, month I, afterwards, <laughs> or like crutches or anything nah, like that. Like nah. it wasn't like that. I actually tried to go skating the next day and failed. <laughs> went home, oh, waited a couple of days, and then we were good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if if I fall like that today, just put me in the East River and tie like a cinder block no to my ankle. No way. I don't want to pretty do that. much. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. when I see like scorpion falls on like Instagram or YouTube, whatever the hell it is, like Brutal. I cringe. I can't even watch it. Just like the yeah. think of moving your body like that is insane. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're like a regular yoga person, it could just do that anyway. But yeah, for the most part, uh, we're like, not. Oh. We're definitely not. I just hear the cracks in my head like watching videos of people yeah. fall like that. Now, yeah. You know? So again, it sucks that I had to go through that, but it definitely shaped my style and what my skating became. Right, like literally because right. of that one fall. Mm-hmm. Well, that you know what that's this is a perfect segue because we actually wanted to talk to you about your style. Like, as you know, many know your nickname is not you know last name is John Ortiz. People call you Ortiz. Who yeah. who gave you that nickname by the way? The God. Oh, really, man. Chris Edwards, really? the God. Yeah. Wow. So Chris Edwards bestowed you with so, yeah, and, and it meant a lot to me. I mean, we became friends, you know, because he created first the Birth Tour. Mm. He, I mean, again, he was a legit millionaire, right. so he bought an RV with his own money, and just wanted to tour the country and like promote, you know, skating. He was a legit millionaire. He was a legit. He was the first From and probably only and legit. Like millionaire from inline skating and he was you know i don't want to put his stuff out there but i mean like the man (laughs) invented our sport right and he was the first sponsored skater by the first company rollerblade and they cashed in yeah two ways one from his image and two from how much skating exploded yeah so there was just a plethora of money that went his way you know Mm -hmm. the man had like six pro skates Mm -hmm. before anyone else had one pro skate skates yeah you know what i mean right Six? So many, I mean, what was oh, it? Lord the Jesus. Chocolate, Chocolate. The Daytona, Dude, well, before that, the Lightning TRS. The Lightning the TRS. TRS. The Lightning TRS is his skate? The TRS, yeah. Yeah. Really? The, the, that was the tarmac. Was, uh, well, the tarmac CE was well. The tarmac CE was like a modified version of the, yeah. the TRS. Yeah. So that was, it was really the TRS legit. that came with grind plates, pretty much, right? And like regular wheels. Yeah. yeah. So what was it the tarmac? Chocolate. The chocolates. The Daytonas. Two chocolates. Daytonas. I can't even remember anymore. That was that? also him. So he came out with two pro yeah. skates simultaneously twice in a row. Mm-hmm. No, he. There was, a, yeah. there was, no, there was, was the brown. Every rollerblade skate that was a new model was his pro Essentially skate. Essentially his. Really? Yeah, the Daytona was his. The CI five was his. The chocolate was the Trooper. The white chocolate. Mm-hmm. The what about Tarmac the Dirk? CE. The Dirk. The Dirk. No. 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 The the, one the, that, that was their like. Where this is a skate here, like you know, but gotcha. the, the other ones were pro, were pro skates. Chris's, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was I knew the Daytona and I knew in. the chocolates. That was I didn't know the other ones were. Well, rightfully so. Yeah, exactly. He put like a right. million people on blades. Yeah, yeah he definitely. At least they could do for him. It. He literally was out there teaching Mitchell Guzan how to like jump from truck to truck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He was like in, in that whole <laughs> crew of like skateboarders and bikers in Cincinnati. He was going down the hill showing out, man. 
Come on, he deserves his first yeah. game. Showing Jack Black and Seth Green how to Remember skate. That? Yeah, straight Dude, up. That, yeah. Like, he was the guy. Like, that was the... I saw that movie before I was, like, a blader. Mm-hmm. You know? I didn't have cable. I didn't see any of those movies till like, much later on. <laughs> well, it was, like, Nickelodeon movies and stuff like that. Yeah. I had to, like, go to, like, a friend's house when yeah. I was older, and I heard stories about them to see I, these I, movies. I caught cable late, but when I caught it, the first thing I saw was Airborne. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, are you kidding? Like, it was, like... Wait, what year was that? That 90, was like 93, 92. 92. Oh, so that, that was long? even before the legit first escape video, yeah. which right. was Dare to Air. Yeah. That Dude, was 93. That was like old. Yeah, the, well, Dare to Air was the video that changed like our lives in my neighborhood. We were already skating, but we didn't know other people even skated. Mm-hmm. Like just one kid in my neighborhood got skates, mm-hmm. so we all went to Paragons and either bought them or stole them. <laughs> so we can like sketch around or like, you know stair bash because that was legit yeah. like all that, that was there what you was could do. yeah that's yeah. all we did and for a year that's all we knew we also played this game called manhunt which was the best <laughs> thing ever you guys are new yorkers yeah. you know manhunt is that right? a new york thing do we got that's a new york manhunt. thing is yeah it? i think it's a new york thing i, I mean, didn't know that if i'm wrong is it i don't know so I, we grew up playing manhunt we played it of course yeah, right yeah. but so when we started skating we transferred that to skating so basically, the area just got bigger. The teams got bigger. Yeah. It would be like ten blocks by four avenues. Like I never played on, 30. on skates. For those of you, for those of you who was legit the best thing. Oh, ever. dude, we played, we played on skates. Like we used to play downtown. Like we used to play like on um, Water Street. Like there's like an upstairs area, like down by like Wall and Water Street. Mm-hmm. But like that was like it was like you went up some stairs and it was like this private little area. But yeah, we used to play on Manhattan with like mm-hmm. thirty bladers. Like Damn. you know what I mean? It was like. We should do that again. We should, <laughs> that, we should do it at that Woodward weekend. It is <laughs> get 100, 100 games. So yeah, man, man, at Woodward. I'm so down. Oh, All dude. the hills. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go to Woodward, yeah. hit the lights on, on, on the indoor place. That'd be sick. Oh. Oh. I was about to say, last time I played Manhunt was the Flashlight blackout. Manhunt? Remember the blackout? The big blackout? Like yes. 10 years, whatever. That was yeah. like, we played Manhunt. Remember that? <laughs> Word. That yeah, in the dark because the there was no lights. Damn. That's oh, awesome. Oh, but I, I don't, I don't want to get off this because... So he... So Chris, the God, the G-O-D. The G-O-D. He named you Orstees. And did. rightfully so, because I, I mean, that was one of the first things that I was noticing in your skating when I was younger. Like, you know, like that you were just like way smoother than everyone else for the time. Like at the time, Thanks. everyone was looking kind of like thrashy, yeah. right? And it was just like, whoa, but I think that was no like one really part knew how of the to allure. No one skate in general. Well, yeah, right? we were all still no, trying to, to figure to it out. Yeah. Skate, they didn't know how to kind of do it. It was all like kind of being learned as, as it went, but also mm. it was like, very punk rock vibes mm. in the um, in like the community, so like everything's yeah. like very thrashy. Like, yeah. But yeah, John came through with like a different kind of thing than everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he had like the backward janky hat and like smooth mm. tight soyals, yeah. like you know, and like those smooth tight tricks. And you know, I'm curious, and it's funny that you mentioned that the style developed from from taking that fall and wanting to be more precise and more careful. But mm. you know, I was curious, like, who were the people? in that time since there were so few mentors to have because it was such an early time in skating like who were the people you looked for as inspiration towards style if you even had any well, it, within blading yeah, or I mean, if you I'd, found that outside or... I haven't thought about it in such a long time but it's a great question um, yeah I was skating since the inception of what aggressive inline skating like what do we call it these days I don't even know that's it's, another conversation let's not right. do <laughs> whatever we could we could we could <laughs> not now not today that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's right. a full episode right. yeah zone. I, I, I I looked up to the guys in my neighborhood first because I'd never left my neighborhood. I was a tiny, young little kid. And then luckily my parents trusted me enough to actually wander the city, you know, once I started mm-hmm. skating and just kind of do my own thing at like 12 years old. Then I started meeting people like in different neighborhoods. One of the first few people was 
Ray Mendez, who was my brother and partner, you know, in business to this day, uh, met him, started going up to Malali's, meeting people like Eddie Campos, who legit taught every single New Yorker at the time how to drop in a ramp. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like the ramp guy. At what park? Uh, Malali's, Malali's Skate Park, of mm-hmm. course. It was the only skate park in New York City at mm-hmm. the time, which is cool because they just celebrated their 30th anniversary like two weeks ago. Damn, 30 Park's years. been there for 30 years. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, there's 25 parks in New York City now. I just looked it up yesterday. Oh, yeah. 25 parks. That's number one. Mm. Yeah, it's been there for 30 years. 25 wow. parks, too. That's a lot of parks. Isn't that crazy? We um, got two in Staten Island. Yeah. Does that count? That other one? Uh, the the uh, Purell Graveyard? I would imagine so. Yeah. I guess right? so. We got if four you- in Manhattan. But they all kind of suck. Yeah, and I don't want to get off yeah, topic, yeah. but it's because of that rule where they can't be above four feet, yeah. or else someone has to work there. Yeah. New York is too cheap to like pay yeah. someone oh, to we have work. Oh, another story about today. But we're know, not going to get into that. Too. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know about that rule. I yeah, it's the worst thing ever. You so, didn't know like, that? Yeah, the ramps can't be above After four they feet. They built Chelsea because Chelsea's the only park with big ramps. Well, that's a different right? story because that's not a city park. That's a state park. Oh. That's on on they had New York hired, State like property. I guess state troopers or whatever there to. Mm-hmm. Why, why so that, that those rules don't apply. Yeah, so that okay. that's a big park. Okay. Uh, the rest of them kind of suck. They're okay. all like little plazas. Yeah. They, I, I'm not a fan of it. You know, to each his own. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So going back to what we were talking about, people I looked up to, obviously Chris Edwards, because he was the first person we saw in a skate video. The God. The God. I mean, mm-hmm. like you know, we're in New York. We're street skating. We didn't know a thing about ramps, and then here comes this guy, like front flipping over cars, and like doing 720s and stuff like he was amazing so he was my first like real like oh my god like i want to be that guy right right and then i had the locals that i met like ray mendez you know they're a little older than me him victor calendar like but 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 with all due respect as these, as these are mentors like i can't help but like realize that your style is very different from theirs well I guess. I mean, that just comes from personality. Like, everyone, you know, has their own style in skating. So, okay, so back then, the way for you to be an individual in skating when we first started, because everyone had the same skate. It was the Lightning or the Lightning TRS. Mm -hmm. So the only way to be an individual is by slapping stickers on your skates, like Mm -hmm. your stickers, and Mm -hmm. they would be covered. This is a little before your time. Like, Mm -hmm. legit, you couldn't see plastic on skates. Mm -hmm. It was just covered in stickers. Flare, as they say in office space. (laughs) Right. And then just, like, there wasn't many tricks. There was the front side. There was the Mizu, the soul grind. So it was just basically, like, your version of what those tricks look like. Which, by the way, a soul grind in New York City back then was called a Smith grind. Mm -hmm. And like why, when I first why? heard a why soul grind, was, well, is now, it because probably because it ripped off a of skateboard? Is it because Brian Bone Smith made it? Up? Nah, I okay, doubt that's it. what we thought when we were young. But then why would it be called that in New York? Well, he was from New, he's York. From New York. I mean, but he's he from like, up, he's he was from all, upstate New York. He's from like Syracuse or something. But he moved oh, to New York. Uh huh. Right. Was he, he was in New York at that time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's yeah, what we I thought when we were kids. We thought that I thought it was a Smith because Brian Smith invented it. But that's obviously wrong. No, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I figured is that we just ripped it off for skateboarding. <laughs> it's just I guess that makes sense, right? That's likely right? true. And it's funny because I remember when I first heard Soul Grind, I was like, nah, that's not <laughs> what that is. You're bugging. It's a Smith Grind. And we stuck to that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And a couple of other grinds. Like I remember the Unity came out. And my boy Kendall, who I went to high school with, I went to high school with him and uh, Rawlinson Rivera mm-hmm. were sitting in class. And he drew a picture of a stick figure doing, like, basically a unity. Mm-hmm. And he called it a Buddha grind. Mm-hmm. So we're yeah. like, all right, I bet that's, like, a new grind. Like, <laughs> I like that Buddha grind. Yeah, it was a Buddha yeah, grind. Yeah, I, I, you know, I heard that. And when I was young, I was so confused. I thought I thought a unity was an X grind. 
because that makes perfect sense yeah it really does and i thought an x was a unity because your feet touch (laughs) and i was like oh okay if you do it right if you do it right your feet touch (laughs) yeah but then someone was like what are you stupid that's not it and i was like oh okay (laughs) yeah i I think we just like to be different right back then so like you know there was the smith grind there was the buddha grind um when nugans first came out um we called them swifties because like Dion Anthony came around and he was calling Royales shifties. Shifties. Yeah. And we were like, yo, your accent's sick. I'm going to just <laughs> do whatever you say. Cool. It's a hard That's trick. a shifty. <laughs> Dave Colash. <laughs> Hoax too. So it was like shifty and swifty. Made sense. Yeah. So we just like stuck with that for a while. And then, swifty. yeah. I, I also saw like, I think it was some free advice actually, or SFA too, that um, Julio was doing a Far Farfanugan and... I think it was in between Swifty and Farfanugan, and they were calling it Reverse Royale. <laughs> they were like, he's like, so this is how you do yeah. a Reverse Royale. And he was just like, just like, <laughs> not, not like an alley-oop Royale? No, Reverse. <laughs> I still have not seen some free advice either videos. I used to want them so bad when I was growing up, and really? I still have never seen them yet. I know they're probably on YouTube yeah, now. They're on, they're online. Yeah, they're uh, online. It's good. I should make it a point. It is pretty good. But that's uh, that's part of the growing pains back in the day is trying to figure out names and like style and you know identity and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun time. Like just trying to learn ourselves. Is is there anyone that you uh, look up to now in terms of style? Like, cause, so, so those are your like old influences. Who are your contemporary? Well, influences? Let me get to my real okay like, back okay. in the day influence because okay, so the, this guy mm-hmm. is still legit this my favorite just, skater of all time. Right, and the man has in skating. He hasn't skated in legit 20 years. I think I know who it is. Who is it? I don't know. I just want to Tell me. Is it TJ? You're damn right. (laughs) TJ Weber. That makes perfect sense. The man was like, the first time I met him and saw him, like, I was just blown away. See, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, know, like, you, TJ, and, and DL actually have, like, a lot of similarities. Like, you know, like, TJ has that... That stale five that looks so much like DLs, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. then and then yeah. you, you guys got the soyals and the backslides, like the oxygen style that are just like yeah, so the oxygen similar. skating is what like solidifies yeah. it. Yeah, totally, dude. It's royals totally. the same exact way. Oh soyals the same God, exact way. So dude, the man was ahead of his time, mm-hmm. and it kills me to this day that he doesn't skate anymore. Do you talk to him? Like, is there a reason why? Nah, I haven't talked to him in years, but yeah. like. I, well, I mean, I, as know. far as I know, he's not skating. Yeah, which is terrible. Mm. Well, hopefully he's listening to this podcast, and he knows that we're DJ? thinking about him, and that he's still relevant. Yeah, <laughs> and that he still made an impact on skating at 100%. some point. One hundred percent. Yeah, he will always be my favorite skater of all time. Mm. I heard he got really Pretty tall, much. and his style got different. Okay, like I heard, <laughs> like, I, like, so, like we got I'm stoked. Glad I didn't have an move. No, we got st- <laughs> we got stoked. I think, like, I could be wrong about the event, but I think it was a super hick and. TJ Weber ended up coming out after like not being around for like 10 years yeah, or something like that. that. And, huh. and then he was skating and it just, it was, it wasn't TJ. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I don't want to believe that. That's what, but how that's much, what, it, that's, nah. that's, that's what, that's how much taller could he have gotten? He was still like, he was like a full, fully he was, grown back then. Yeah, he too, was right? fully grown. Yeah. He was like older than us. <laughs> like, maybe he, he probably just hasn't skated in a while. Maybe he just, just looked off. I don't know. Yeah, he probably but, just I mean, hasn't skated I, in a while. I, there's nothing against, look, I didn't, you know, you could not skate for like a while and, yeah, and try to. Skating's hard. It is. It's tough. Like yeah, we kind lose, of forget you lose your that mojo sometimes. If you don't skate for a while, too, you can't lose your mojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but true. whatever. Like, right. but he's TJ. still my all-time favorite skater for right. sure. That's a good choice. I mean, I can that see is. that. I, I haven't heard that in so long, and I fully like respect it and understand it too. Yeah, for sure. Can I just quickly ask who you guys think is your favorite skater? <laughs> oh, here's the flip. I just, yeah, I just. No, I mean, it's <laughs> important. Okay, sure. I like. I'd love to sure. know, like, because I, I really respect you guys and right. your style and like your history. Like you guys have my, incredible style My favorite too. skater is an underdog, also kind of like TJ Weber was, because he was never like the biggest, the hotshot, whatever. Well, my, my this is old favorite skater or contemporary. Are we doing what we no all time? Oh, all general. time, all okay, time, all time, all time. My all time is Walt, because mm. his skating was so different from everyone else. It's still to this day. Walt Austin. Walt Austin. Hundred yes. percent. His yeah. style and the way Nasty. he skated. Yeah, and no one still skates like him. And the same thing. Like it sucks that he doesn't skate anymore. I wish he skated so much and like. Every time, like, I don't, he's not on, like, social media, really, or anything like that, as far mm-hmm. as I know. Every time, like, Kevin, I talked to Kevin Dowling, he would be like, oh, yeah, well, like, whatever. I'm like, damn it, tell him to come back. Tell him to come back. Please, we need him. But yeah. I think he has, like, back problems or knee problems, too, which makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah. for what yeah. he was doing. We're yeah, all that there. Make, that makes sense. <laughs> he yeah. only jumped off, like, the biggest yeah. shit always. Yeah, and looked really good doing yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. 100%. What Suction about you? Feet. Um, it's always been DL from, mm-hmm. I mean... Can't since since I knew yeah. DL was DL before mm. that it was like Brian Bell, but like so yeah. like my first one was Brian Bell like whoa like this guy's mm. gnarly I want to do that like yeah. yeah and then like when I just saw the mastery of like DL it's mm. that's never changed I still like DL might come in here right now mm. and I might be like oh shit it's like, yeah. hell yes <laughs> yeah. this guy is yeah. the man yeah like if it, if it was like DL or like Tom Cruise in a room I'd be like oh dude. It's DL. This guy's the <laughs> yeah. man. Or like, Tom Cruise. How you, do, how you doing, Tom Cruise? What's up, DL? Like, this guy is the, the one. You know, for, for a second there, I was like, is this, is this guy Neo? What is he doing, man? Well, he, he pretty he much was. was. So DL inventive. is the Tom Cruise of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except he's cool. <laughs> yeah, well, the beautiful thing about DL is that he never stuck to, like, one particular fashion or style. Like, he evolved. Mm-hmm. And... We watched it was right in front of our eyes, but everything that he did and that he attempted and like tried to just do it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, even of when course. he got really like out there with like, I guess what you would call mushroom that's blading now, got, before yeah. what mushroom uh, blading was, and yeah. we were all like, What the hell? That's is when this? it got great, amazing. That's when it got Ama- great, and that that's the, I mean, it's all timeless, but that stuff, yeah, timeless. No, that's when it got great, like, 100% that's when it timeless. Was, like, this guy's you know showing people how to skate differently yeah mm-hmm. that that's the cool thing like he was like i'm already it's like when you like beat the video game because you're so good at stuff and then you're like you go back to play the video game again and you're like what little cool things yeah. can i do that 100%. have nothing to do with winning yeah but yeah. it's just like these little just fun things like little, it makes it fun again right exactly like these like it's at sonic if you're like not trying to finish the board but you're like oh let me try to go to this like secret level over yeah. there or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. so he, he totally had he was definitely the man of that. And he, totally, and he totally had the allure, like, of of a person who was interesting. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, his persona. Like, so not only did he, was he this amazing skater, but he also had this kind of, like, way about him that was, like, very introspective and just, like, very, like, mysterious. So mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, not only is he so good and so innovative, but he's also, like, what is he about? What is he thinking about? He also about? didn't care. He didn't, like, yeah. you would just see him, in, like, doing some crazy, like, that's it, like... 
Man, he's just he, doing his thing. So yeah, he was straight up just doing his thing. That's it. He mm-hmm. didn't care about really anybody complex. else like yeah. doing anything. Yeah, there's no ego. He, he minded he's just his, like, yeah, he, no ego. He minded his own business. Mm-hmm. Straight up, his own business. Yeah, and it was beautiful to watch, for yeah, sure. Really cool. Especially for me, because you know I was a previous generation, and I'm not like a competitive person by nature. Mm. So to see somebody like take the stepping stones of what we were creating like when I first started and evolve it to what he was like playing with, mm-hmm. like it was really fun to oh, watch. yeah. Like really, really fun, oh, and you yeah. know, and I, you guys fall into that same like generation too, like around where he was, you know. And yeah. You guys were like the next New York, let's say right, generation, right, yeah. and what you guys were doing was really fun to watch because you were little ass kids, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at y'all like, whoa, like these guys are still destroying it, like these kids, still little, little kids, like you two, Mike, <laughs> Dustin, you know Mikey what I'm saying, little. Bashi, shout out no to kid. Bashi, <laughs> y'all shout were out. killing it, and it was really, really fun to watch. Was, yeah. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah, Thank I, you. I, I gotta Definitely. put that out there. Like, well, I was, you know, I, it, it made me even more proud to be from New York. You know what like, I'm saying? Well, knowing that like the next generation is like taking care of shit and like handling it, mm-hmm. that's definitely exciting. You know, it knows that the sport is gonna keep growing. You know, 100 percent and mm-hmm. looking good. Yeah, and yeah. looking good. And looking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the natural progression. At least for me, like you know, there there were people like you. You you lo- you look to like the God Chris, like you know, mm-hmm. and then you you kind of took inspiration from that and and made it you like took like the baton and ran your distance and and then passed the baton right and then it it goes on i think the only like for me the only logical thing you know you can always be active with skating but like i think the ultimate goal is to just be able to be a true fan like at the end of it because true i started as that as someone who really loved it and then i loved it so much i got so heavily involved and now i just kind of like to kick back and and actually be a fan be like, oh, I really like this guy's skating. Kind of nerd out on it. So I, th- mm-hmm. I think I think that is the n- the natural next step, you mm-hmm. know. So it's pretty cool. Speaking of the next step, we want to get into what you're doing nowadays. But before sure. we do that, I'm sorry, we need to make time for our sponsors. So this week we are our sponsors are Create Originals, a company that's been around since 2008, ten years strong. Create Originals has uh, customizable frames that you can skate, as well as the CRS frame, which is rollerblading's only suspension frame. Um, they're patented in the U.S. I ride them. I love them. You ride them. You love them. them. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. I like the uh, the customizable frame personally. Yeah, you're you're more. Yeah, I'm a more guys. artistic person. Oh, okay. I have I have I have <laughs> more sorry. things I got to express. You know, you're more of a function. I'm more of a fashion. I like the balance I get that's from the, the suspension. That's that's, <laughs> exactly, that's the balance. I'm a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um yeah they've been around for ten years. They're they're doing great things. They're really hard workers. Mm. Um, you could find their frames in Roller Warehouse, Intuition Skate Shop, Oak City Skate Park, Thorough. Loco Skates in the UK and Straight Jacket Distribution, just to name a few. Go to createoriginals.com. Check out the frames. They have some very big news coming up that's very exciting that I know about and I wish I could share it, but I can't. <laughs> so, guys, you're going to have to pay attention for that. So, createoriginals.com. Uh, check that out. And uh, that is our sponsor for this week. Yeah. So, thank you guys at createoriginals.com. Thank you, Create Originals. Shout out, Hakeem, Brian. All the support. Shout out. The homies. So Word. back to what you're doing now, John. You started a company with your brother Ray Mendez. Yes, sir. And it's called Go Sports USA, right? It's the full name of it. Mm-hmm. Go Sports. And yeah. essentially, you get a lot of new kids on skates. Elaborate on that. For well, us. that's yeah. That's the goal. 
like essentially we're using skating as a tool and uh avenue to get uh well to essentially give kids access and opportunity so let me back up a little bit um basically after like my pro skating career like i you know like most ex-pro skaters you got to try to figure out what to do and i spent a couple of years just bouncing around giving private lessons um here in new york and it was a good way to make money and i was happy for a bit but you know i just didn't feel like i was giving back enough so essentially i started teaching in like private schools on a very low level like basically teaching really rich kids because mm-hmm. there's money there. like elementary school yeah or? like mostly elementary like private schools okay. upper east upper west side okay. i kind of finagled my way into like teaching in these schools right and uh i also worked for like a company for this guy his name is joel i think he's still around where he teaches like after school programs like a bunch of different sports and like arts and stuff but like i was one of his like skating instructors and just learning how to teach through those programs, I started to want more and, and figure out what to really do with my life. I, I love kids, like, first and foremost. Like, even though I was really young when I became a pro skater, like, especially in the 90s, there were thousands of kids around, and they're always around you, especially going to Woodward, going to ASA contests, and this is, mm. there's always kids around. You're signing autographs, you're talking to them, talking to parents, and it just always felt really good to me. Like, I get along with kids better than I do adults, and I still say that to this day. Mm. Kids are very honest. Like, they don't have to think about anything. They just say what's on their mind. There's no deception there. There's no deception. It's just whatever's in their heart flows out, and Mm. I really vibe with that to this day, Mm. right? So I just, I love being around kids. Um, So learning, like, how to teach skating uh, in these small-level programs, I essentially started Go Sports USA about three years ago with Ray Mendez. It was essentially the culmination of everything I learned from competing, having sponsors, learning how to teach, and just taking that all together into something where you can give back and and impart knowledge through skating, right? So Go Sports USA is essentially a vendor um, for the Department of Education here in New York City. Like, you need a license to work in public schools, which is actually a really hard license to get. It took me like a year and a half of vetting right. to even get this license. I remember that like, was a lot I would of imagine work The DOE yeah. does not play. I mean, mm-hmm. you're working with children, and right. rightfully so. Like yeah. They need to know who you are and what you're about. So yeah. that was an accomplishment right there in itself, is like getting this um, access to work with the children of New York City. And for us, that's a jackpot, because here in New York City alone, there are 1.5 million students like that's more than most of the cities in North America, mm-hmm. right? And they're the here in New York population. City, right? So now that we have this vendor's license, we have access to all 1.5 million students in 2,500 schools here in New York City. And essentially what we do is we pitch our programming um, to as many schools as we can and get our programming into their school, whether it's in their actual day curriculum as part of like, let's say, gym class, like skating for gym, or after school programming, um, whatever works so, for each so, particular so you school. Could, you could actually, so not only are you getting these kids on skates and having them do other activities, but it's, it's becoming like a gym credit for them. Yeah, that, well, we started as like an after school program, and then it, we were lucky enough to get a school where they were willing to put us during school hours, like during the lunch period. It's legit a gym class, right? It's legit, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's like kids show up for gym, yeah. which is great for me because like as a kid, I don't remember getting a lot of gym time. And when I did get gym time, it was boring. Right. We played like volleyball. Yeah, what do you think? Right. You, play, you play like basketball. That you play, stupid like, a game from Napoleon 
dynamite where you the hit rope. the ball yeah, around yeah, the, like, the, the ball. Yeah. thing like is the worst thing ever. But now so, kids get to go to gym class and they and skate. skate. Yeah, that's yeah, it's really the best sick. thing ever. That's really sick. So Go Sports USA is essentially a vendor and we provide programming and obviously me being a lifelong skater, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that they're skating. Mm-hmm. We provide other stuff just because the schools love our skate programming so much that they're like, what else do you have to offer? And we're the like, kid, the kids are probably stoked. A hundred percent stoked. Right? And when I went to gym class, the guy used to like throw like a couple basketballs at us and be yeah. like, go ahead. Yeah, like, there you go. But these kids are probably like looking forward to it, get excited. A hundred percent. And yeah, so there's that. a couple of effects that I'm really proud of. And I didn't even know were going to happen because of our programming. And we use that as a tool now. So essentially we come in, we give our skate classes. The kids get really excited. The teachers, see that and use the program you know as a tool where essentially the teacher would be like well if you don't turn in your homework you're not going to the skate class kids like oh, oh i gotta yeah. do my homework like if you don't come That's to school if That's you don't sick. show up you're not skating That's kids sick. like oh i gotta come to school monday through friday i gotta be on time i gotta be a better student so and we have data to track all this stuff which is really important for us as a company of like Every school that we were working in, and I'm very proud of this, there's no ego involved. Like, we're legit helping children, and that's what I want to do. We're spiking attendance in schools. We're spiking grades. Kids are doing better in school because they want to skate, right? Wow. Like, whatever works to help them become better students, I'm That makes with that. a lot of sense. You know, class camaraderie. Like, kids are getting along better because of our skating program because skating is non-competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, people figured out how to turn right. it into a competition series, mm-hmm. NIS, IS, ASA, whatever we have right. now. But by That's nature, game, by kinda. nature, it's an art, and it's a way for you to express yourself. Right. It's a way for me to express myself in whatever way. There's no right or wrong. So these kids show up, and be, there's no competition there. They're literally yeah. helping each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I could see it having the same function as like. Uh, well, I do see it as like having the same function as like a martial art because like when I was younger in elementary school, I took martial arts, and same thing. Like, you used to have to, like, bring your report card to the sensei and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you had to do good if you wanted to continue going, right. like, you know? And that's the thing. If you if you make it interesting, if you provide the incentive for the kid, right, I would imagine that they just get, like, yeah, be on their best behavior. Yeah, right? it's a little bit of trickery, but it works. I mean, well, the kid isn't so. thinking, like, I want to be a better student. He's mm-hmm. just like, I want to skate, and mm-hmm. this is what I got to do to skate. But in, in turn, it's making him a better human because he's doing better in school. He's showing up. I guess most of these kids, they don't have skates of their own, so they no. rely on you guys to supply that with it. How yeah. did you guys get all that stuff in the first place? Well, like, you pretty, have a bunch of pairs of skates for all these it's kids. the same stuff you use at Summer Streets, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, there, there's no secrets. Like, I, I, as a company, like, I want to impart knowledge and I want everyone to be able to do what we're doing whether they want to work with us which we could talk a little bit about or if they want to go out on their own because in the end I just want to spread blading in a way where it helps children it helps communities yeah, get the young kids involved yeah. get the kids that's involved that's what we need to do I, and the, uh, Go Sports for me is an avenue that touches a lot of points that are important to me in my life one access and opportunity for kids if it wasn't for skating I don't know where I would be. Right. You know, the 50 people like in my PJs that I started skating with, most of them are dead in jail. Same story that a Mm -hmm. million people have told. Like most of them are gone. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I would be. Like hopefully I'd be doing something good. I don't know. But I cannot picture my life without blading. Right. Right. And because of blading, it's led me to where I am today. So I'm legit the luckiest person I know. So all these kids nowadays, straight up like off the streets, something to do, something to look forward to every day. Yeah, access and opportunity. That's Mm -hmm. like highly important for me. Two, it gives my good skating buddies that I love to death who are my family 
I get to give him jobs. I was about to say, didn't didn't you like not only a few guys from New York City that you have hired for your company Go Sports, but didn't you also get like a few like pretty well known pros certified as instructors? Yeah. So I'm glad you said that. So first and foremost, like we have to protect ourselves as a company. I mean, we live in a country where it's all about liability, right? So mm-hmm. we have to make sure we're safe. So we work with an organization uh, out of, I believe, Seattle, Washington, Skate IA. They're the only a certifying board for inline skater inline skate instructors here in the country all right so if you want to check them out it's skateia.org um they're the only ones that can certify you as an instructor and in, what that in does here in the united okay. states and it's good for all 50 states and okay. it does two things that are really important one they it's not about how good of a skater you are they teach you how to be a teacher and we all know That's this. Like, it doesn't different. matter how good of right. a skater you are. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can impart yeah. your knowledge. You know what I mean? So, okay, they teach you how to be a teacher and how to give what you know. And two, which is as important, unfortunately, in this country, is uh, insurance. As a certified instructor, you qualify to get insurance so that if anything happens, whether you're working as a private instructor on your own or you're working with us with Go Sports, like, you're covered. Mm-hmm. You know, completely. That's massive because mm-hmm. so many pros are not. Yeah. <laughs> I much. just, a ton of pros that came up through the, like, I just, I, I barely knew any with it, you know, insurance. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm, we're not talking about like medical insurance. Right. Right. So not to get that twisted. Okay. Where, okay. Where it's, yeah, it's not medical insurance. <laughs> it's like, like if you get hurt, the kid got, got hurt well, or it's not if you get hurt is if somebody gets hurt while you're teaching. Them, right. You're right? good. Yeah, you're good. As, as long as you're within the bounds of what was taught to you through the the certification, you're protected. You're protected, right? Right, and and that's really important, which we need, but we you know we don't really need because our structured programming is so spot on that kids rarely. And we work with like a thousand kids a week during the school year, just in New York City alone. It's rare that somebody gets hurt. How many um, kids do you say per year you get on skates in your program? I mean, well. I mean, the one statistic that I'm very proud of alone is that we're already working with about a thousand kids a week per week. Mm-hmm. We're getting kids on skates that's in the New York City high. school system. That's a lot. I can't name a thousand skaters. Well, no, for me, that, that's not enough. <laughs> no, okay. That's a thousand kids <laughs> out of 1.5 million students yeah, here in New right. York City. When I put it uh, in that perspective, we're just getting not, you started. You still got more to do. We are just getting started. So, like, I want to solidify our programming. Well, we. Ray Mendes and I want to solidify our programming here in New York City because once we have it really solid here, and it's pretty solid already, it's very plug and play. And this is where what you mentioned, you know, we're getting other people certified around the country. Um, What we're offering can work anywhere, Mm -hmm. like in any community, in any school around the country. Which it will hopefully one day, right? That's where, yeah, I mean, that's the plan. So we've already... Baby steps, but... Yeah, it's baby steps. I mean, I don't want to rush it too much, but we've been putting feelers out there because we know of people out there that are already doing amazing work. I mean, we've got people like Michael Bedoza in LA. Like, Mm -hmm. he's already teaching, like, on his own. Like, some community center found him. Mm -hmm. They love him. He's teaching, like, I think every Thursday. Mm -hmm. He's got a full-time job. He doesn't have to Mm -hmm. do it. He just loves skating, Mm -hmm. and he's giving these kids an opportunity. You know, Julian Baugh came from Atlanta. He got certified, and he's currently in the middle of doing, like, his skate career, his, like, really cool fashion career. You know, he's designing clothes. 
and teaching skating you know and he's got his hands full and he's figuring out how to juggle it and i'm really proud of him because i'm down for people that hustle yeah. right chris farmer one of the greatest legends of all time in blading shout out chris farmer shout out to chris mm-hmm. farmer he'll actually legend. be here next week willie for the pop-off he, he'll be here for the oh, pop-off i hope he stays long enough for but us the, to have a show on the podcast yeah chris <laughs> on the come podcast. through on the podcast come through so it, it, i love chris to death he oh. he is a technician when it comes to skating and it's funny because when you spend time around him that trickles over to like his entire Every, lifestyle everything in his life right? so yeah. he I, I don't mean to like blow you up or anything but you know i gotta mm-hmm. do it Uh oh. so your boy comes to new york to get certified from minnesota right stays mm-hmm. in my crib for like a week he takes things very serious so like there's an orientation for the certification and they give you homework to do and they tell you like what's going to happen. He gets that homework. He literally stays up all night like studying. Like that's good. It's I love that's it. That's crazy. I love that. And he was like legit nervous that like he needed to do good on the certification, mm-hmm. right? He did so well that he I believe is the first person to ever get a perfect score in the certification. Damn. Dude, so he got 100. So now I call him Mr. Hundo. <laughs> That's his name for life. That's so that, It's so cool that like your program aside from getting thousands of kids every week, you know, on skates, like it gives other, you know, bladers currently an excuse to like stay in the blading community to like, you know, have a career in skating pretty much like your yeah. job is skating for the most part you know yeah and hundred percent no yeah. one like not no one but like it's rare that people could say that these days yeah well i want to kill that you know yeah. because I, just because you're well, not, a lot of people are like offering themselves to do this too so it's great it's, yeah it also seems like the best kind of job for someone who's coming off of been skating for so long because not yeah. only do they get to you know, provide themselves with income, but they get to kind of inspire people in like the same way they've been expi- inspired mm-hmm. without sounding too corny. Like, but it's, it's true. No, you know, I mean, you, you're, I, you're, you're kind of infecting people with the right the well, thing that, that, that you were infected yeah. with. Right. Like, well, I it, feel it, like the goal in life is to do what you love. Right. Mm, and whatever. Yeah. As, it doesn't matter <laughs> if you're not a pro skater anymore. You're still imparting knowledge on something that you adore, mm-hmm. you know, and that, it, okay great I'll go and I'll do soul grinds for the rest of my life and be happy right mm-hmm. but that's really selfish I'd rather go and teach that soul grind mm-hmm. to thousands of kids so they can go yeah. and do it yeah. you know I mean now we got thousands of kids doing something that's really fun you right. know what I mean so that, that that's kudos, the way I look at it kudos to you and everyone else doing that Straight we're, up. Um, yeah, it's important. we're running low on time but before we open up the floor to everyone else who has questions by the way if you do have questions shout them out to us we could ask John but a few people have been asking um, somebody messaged us about I forget your name, so so sorry I don't have your name. But someone else just asked also, how do they get their school like certified or something like that so that they can open up their program in a school by them? Sure, that's a great question. So, I mean, I, this is a legit call to action. Like, if you love skating and you love what you do, I mean, it's kind of our responsibility to impart that. You know, if if you want to explore being a teacher and pushing skating forward which i think for me that's like the ticket for not to save blading because that's an old like thing that people have been saying for like 10 15 years now like we got to save blading like i think to keep blading healthy we just got to impart our knowledge and get people involved Mm -hmm. and kids that's the ticket so if you want to get involved um first of all hit us up so our email is go at gosportsusa.org um, and just hit us up, and we'll give you the rundown on how to get go, certified. Go at gosportsusa.org. Yeah, and oh, you can we'll check put the out. link in the description for anybody yeah, who's watching on yeah, a future please episode. Please do that. I mean, that's just the quickest way to like reach out to me and Ray Mendez, and we'll 
run you down to, through everything you have to do, including getting certified and then figuring out how you can help in your community, in your school. I mean, we'll, we'll help you through every step of the way for sure. John Cooley says he's 100% down to come up and get Please. certified. There we <laughs> Please, go. Please, Cooley, let's do this. So there we go. I'm sure a lot of people, it's opening up like everyone's eyes to this because I'm sure a lot of people, we all know about it by now, but like a lot of people outside of New York probably don't know don't. what's going yeah. on. And we yeah. see every year or whatever it is, like floods of people come in to get certified like Farmer, you know, and Julian mm-hmm. and all these guys. So, I mean, it's cool opening up to a whole this whole audience yeah, of people yeah. who don't know it. There's great people out there individually doing things in their community around the states. I think it would just be great if we can all connect and get together on the same page and and do it, you know, as a unified body. Right. You know what I mean? Well, uh, so, so Joey Egan uh, is asking, are you looking to do it outside the U.S., uh, like U.K. or Europe? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I mean... Shout out Joe Egan. What up, Egan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that kid. Um, well, yeah, hundred percent. As I said, like the the structure that we've built into teaching skating is very plug and play. So, for example, and I don't want to be too long on this, we don't teach any specific style of skating in the schools, specifically here in New York. We we teach all of them, right? So, I'll give you a quick example. We do a sixteen week program in this one particular school where they're five days a week teaching 100 kids a day. So we're hitting 500 kids a week in this particular school alone. Mm. It's very high level. It's really fast. And we have incredible people like Jesus Medina, longtime New York skater, Abdiel right. Kohlberg, yeah. the Puerto Rican legend. Shout out Jesus, shout out Abdiel. He's teaching in that school. He's one of mm. our instructors killing it. Right, So in this program, they'll see us in 16-week sets. They see us once a week. So they get 16 classes. The first four weeks is legit beginner stuff, like how to put on your skates, your pads, your helmet, how to use your brake, you know, how to fall properly so you don't body yourself, stuff like that. The next four weeks is focused on figure skating, which teaches crossovers, skating backwards, looking over your shoulders both ways, because that's super important. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of pros who haven't learned how to look over their well, shoulders. Well, then they both can ways. come and like yeah. join our <laughs> yeah. programming. That's like, like a huge. That's a huge. That's like, a big thing. A huge crutch Bro, on a lot how, of people yeah. skating. How good did you feel when you finally figured out how to look like over your all the? I don't shoulder? have a switch shoulder. Oh well, yeah. Oh. Never. So <laughs> we need to put, put this guy to work yeah. and teach. I might have to come to the class because I'm right. still having a problem. Right. <laughs> So the next um, four weeks is speed skating where it teaches you how to stride stronger, like skate faster, and it implements all the things you learned thus far. The final four weeks are like the basics of hockey. It teaches like team building, like skills where you work together, stick handling and all that stuff. And the whole time we're showing them what we do with aggressive skating. We don't necessarily teach it because of liability purposes, but right. these kids know what's up. Like They know right. what we do. They, they well, know they, who y'all are. They could are. just like watch. You could just be like, yo, YouTube us real quick or something 100%, like that. You know? Yeah, so by the end end of the programming these kids know slalom speed hockey figure mm-hmm. aggressive mm-hmm. and they can pick and be whatever just, kind of skater they you want like start them off and they just expand to whatever they yeah, want they can go like, to hockey speed skating yeah, figure I, yeah, aggressive I don't, skating I don't need whatever to create a million people going to the skate park as long as you're putting on wheels and you're giving yourself something that you love and you chase it whatever figure slalom i don't care mm-hmm. like go and skate Speak, mm-hmm. speaking of hockey real quick i just want to touch on this sure you guys work with mark messier former 1995 Four. Stanley Cup World 1994 Stanley Cup World Champion for the New York Rangers, correct? That's 100% right. That's cool. That's yeah, a huge so step. It, that's, yeah. that's really cool. So, talk briefly on that. Okay, so the the particular school that I'm talking about where we teach 500 kids a week, that's one of well, it's probably the largest elementary school in New York City and it's up in the Bronx in Kingsbridge. 
uh, way, way up in the Bronx. So that school, PS86, is directly across the street from the Bronx Armory. You know how every borough has an armory where the army used to store all yeah, their stuff? Right. That building is one of the largest buildings in all of New York City. Like, it's legit 800,000 square feet. In the Bronx? In the Bronx. It's been abandoned for like 35, is it, is 40 like, years. Um, like 170s up there? Like 180s? No, it's it's like the end, almost the end of the four it's train. Like, like it's City, by like Woodlawn, Fordham. Yeah, oh, it's, Fordham, like all the way up it's there. Like, it's like it's up there. It's like <laughs> and that's still old school Bronx. Like, as, it, as they say in Puerto Rican, it's in Carajo land. In Carajo land, yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. exactly. Right. <laughs> but that's New York City. We're, we're big. So that, that school is directly across the street from the armory, and it's been abandoned for 40 years. Mm. So Mark Messier and his Kingsbridge uh, uh, foundation that he's running wants to come in and turn that into the world's largest ice facility. Like state-of-the-art, nine hockey rinks, two floor-level rinks, seven multi-level rinks, um, and turn that into the world's largest ice facility for a couple of reasons. One, uh, the statistic that he told us, and I was baffled by this, is that there's one sheet of ice per million people in New York City. That's To me, that's insane. There's like 8 million people here. There's like nowhere to go ice skating, yeah. right? So he wants to come in and build this facility. The problem is it's in... Kingsbridge, Bronx, where yeah. nobody in the Bronx like ice skates, right? Because there's nowhere to do it, right? The thing is, that is the perfect geographic location for all of New York City. Like people coming from Connecticut, you know, like the other states, upstate New York, uh, New Jersey, Connecticut. It's just it's a perfect place. Yeah. And we want to get also the, probably we, one of those like if you build it, they will come things. Well, 100. Yeah, percent Well, the I mean, problem like, is you make we it don't, really nice enough, exactly. and the people will come. But right. the problem is we don't want the people in that neighborhood to be shut out. So he helped, we helped him create a program called Eye to Eye, Inline to Ice. That place is going to take like three or four years to build. So we're in the school next door teaching kids inline skating to prepare them for ice skating. Wow. Inline to ice. That was That's that cool. video I showed before, by the way. Everyone had the inline to ice logo in front. I don't mm-hmm. want to confuse people, but that was just a great video right. of you guys showing what you do. Yeah. So that was yeah. what's happening. Mark Messier was in that video too. He was, Yeah, he is. So he pays for that program to help kids in that neighborhood prepare for when the ice facility opens so that they can skate there, take advantage, have jobs there, and whatnot. And, and that's just one example of the type of programming that we use. You know, the beautiful thing about skating is that we can go to a school and say, hey, listen, skating is great, but like through skating, we can offer, you know, incentive-based programs like uh, attendance incentive-based programs. So like we'll go to a school and say, let's take the 10% of the people in your school that have the perfect attendance, like the top 10%, and mm-hmm. we'll give them a skate program and it'll incentivize the other kids to start going to school so that they could be that top 10 percentile so mm-hmm. that they can get the skate class. We'll go to high schools and we'll do uh, career readiness programs. This I'm really proud of, and I'll touch on it very quickly because I know we're short on time. So we're in a high school in the Bronx. These kids, this school in particular, it's like 90% Hispanics that just came to the States from like Dominican Republic, PR, mostly you know right, Spanish-speaking right. countries. They speak Spanish. They're about to be full-blown adults in the United States. Yeah. So we wrote together this program in the school where the kids take the skate program and at the end of the skate program, the kids that excel in the skate program, the school pays for the top kids to actually get certified as instructors, which gives mm. them the opportunity to work with us at Go Sports. That's great. And that it's particular, like a whole cycle. It's a cycle. And in that particular school, we have three kids now 
that are go sports instructors that actually teach in that school. That's crazy. Oh, they're wow. teaching. You so know, you're pretty much going out of school and you already have a job. <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. That's great. You know, so they're teaching in other schools. They're ta- teaching in their former school. I think it's a great thing. That's so a, there, that's a really there's a cool lot of yeah. Build. There's a lot of cool ways to use skating as a tool to give children yeah. opportunity. Well, and that's, that's awesome. what it's about. Thanks. Well, thanks for growing on that. That's definitely huge. great. It's great to see everything you're doing. And I'm trying. I'm trying. What else is there to do? <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna have to cut it there. Uh, it's been a great conversation. We're here with, huh? Oh. Oh yeah, John. You wanted. Yeah, to, I forgot about that. Saying. Oh yeah. All right. One more thing before we go, real quick. Right. John has something. So, I um I found these old one magazines in my house. They've just been sitting around. Um, so I kind of wanted to give you guys a chance to get these, and they're kind of special because, um, this is Brian Shima doing that famous like gap that he did. It's a beautiful photo. He signed it. Um, and this one is Montre Livingston and he signed it. Um, this is issue 12. This is issue seven. It's just been sitting in my house forever and I'd love for you guys to have it. Right. So I essentially have two questions. If you guys could answer really quickly. So S1, we'll see who the first person to answer the question correctly in the chat. is. Yeah. You can message me later in my Instagram, which is New York city native, or you can hit me up through Facebook or whatever. No, or through jump street podcast. Easier. We'll take over from here. So, all right, we'll do the first one, which is the mantra cover. What's your question for the the question? It's blade history. All right. Um, the first question is simple. Who named the porn star grind? I'm so curious to see who knows this one. I don't know the answer to this question. I didn't know it either. He, he if, if nobody uh, answers in the next like few seconds, we'll throw a tip out there. Yeah. Because you had to give me a, a tip to, to get Well, you. I'll give you guys a tip already. Um, they actually mentioned his name in last week's podcast with the Kelsos. Yeah. Hmm. They were talking about something completely different. <laughs> Look at his face. He's like, but now you're trying to like rewind the whole episode. The dude's head. name was mentioned in last week's podcast. Uh, here do, we go. Do we got any? Jason Diaz. Phil Riley. 100%. Whoa. Jason Diaz. <laughs> Shout out to Jason, and I know he would know because he's an OG skater. Uh, TN came in right afterwards. Damn. Right, but well, hold on, it's two questions. So, 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 well, so, so okay. Who, who, who's, what's the first question? Which magazine? Oh, so that was, that for, was the, for the Montre, for the Montre cover. So shout out to Jason Diaz. Jason Diaz. Just hit me up. You have my phone number, fool. Just hit me up. Okay. <laughs> or go through Jump Street Podcast. Jason Diaz, does he live in the city? Yeah, he's from New York. Well, yeah, he's, he's from upstate. He's, super, from upstate. he's but, from upstate. But he lives, lives in the city. city. That's super okay. OG. Jason Diaz. Shout out to him. You got to right. stop by John's house. Well, what's the second one? Second one. So this All is right. for the Brian Shima cover. This might That's be... signed by Brian Shima. It is. He should have signed his face in the back too. <laughs> that's such a good photo, by the you way. Should have put a rat tail. On. That that that's a good uh, <laughs> that's a good wall mount right there. The back to back with the autograph on that it. That is right there. So All right, so is, this might be easier actually, and it's another grind and where it originated from. So this one is the sweat stance. Who named, so who, the who named the sweat stance? I don't know that either. No way. I don't what? know this stuff. <laughs> what? A Mets fan. Yeah, it's a Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Da, 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 da. Uh, who did the, the sweat stance? Well, yeah, sweat stance. Oh, I know this. I do know this. Do you? Yes, tell, I do. Tell him. Off. Oh, see if it's right. No, they're gonna hear it. Nah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he got it. Um, we only have one solid response, but not really. Let's give him like. Oh, no. Tom no. Fry's a good guess. Oh, who said Cruz? He actually. Well, well Tom Fry named the fish brain. Uh, 
Someone said Andy Cruz. Well, That's someone correct. said Andy. The well, answer. okay, okay. Now that we have a full thing, and so here's the, here's the thing. So John Cooley <laughs> said Cruz invented the kind grind, but he didn't say it was the sweats dance one. Should we count that? Cause, Judges. Because then other because other than that, uh, we do have Andy Cruz answers afterwards. Yeah, as far as I know, it's Andy. I think Cruz. I think I think Noah Newber was the first person to just say Andy Cruz, but. Well, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I know John Cooley. But he said Cruz did the kind grind. Well, I, well, I, it was Andy and Tom. I think Andy it maybe a, did it, and Tom named it. So, I, no, but I guess we'll give it to Cooley because he said Cruz invented the kind grind. He technically said it was him. What do you? I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't what know. What do you think? I think it should be the other kid. Cooley blew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool with me. No one. <laughs> That's cool with me. Sorry, Cooley. So, Noah. No one knew her, if I'm saying your name correctly. Um, that's the winner. Cool. Sorry, Cooley. We'll see you at the Bashi Pope next uh, next week. Hopefully, you're not too upset with me for not. What? Who? <laughs> oh, we did? Scotty Blades. Oh. Where? We're confused. He said Cruz and Tom Fry, and then it was Scotty Blades. Oh. Then, not on mine. Judges. We're going to relook at this. I have the official one here, though. All right. The legit look at, one. Listen, listen. Austin well, pa- right? What's a podcast without controversy? <laughs> Who, so who's your first person that showed up on yours? It was Cooley, and then it was um, Scotty Blade. We're sorry. We've been having technical difficulties since the moment of this show. Since 8 p.m. today, YouTube has been against us. Now the chat seems to be against nah, us. But fortunately, Noah, we have Noah, a moderator. Noah. Is it Noah? Noah. Shout out okay. to Noah. Noah said Scott said it before me. Really? Oh. How come it shows up differently than mine? <laughs> All right. Noah kept it real. So Noah. is Scotty Blades? Noah, your honesty is appreciated. Scotty Blades. Scotty Blades. I wish we had something to give Scotty Blades. I mean, to give uh, Noah, Noah something. We should give you something for your honesty because the world is not honest. It's a dark and cold place and you are a shining light. You don't have anything to give him, though. <laughs> right? That was good. No, we don't. But I mean, hopefully, you know, if you come to the BPSO, we'll find something, you know, if you're coming. But if. It, yeah, if, 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 yeah. You're at the, if you're at the Popo, if I don't know where you live, but if you're at the Popo. Actually, do, do us a favor, Noah. D, DM us. DM. Uh, Somebody. Uh, D, no, DM us at Jump Street and we'll get you at least some stickers down to your house and, yeah, and some, some things like that. Yeah. So thank you very much everyone john thanks so much for coming down my brother this is again if you guys don't know this is not this long but this is the new york one you gotta get the snap snap. (laughs) snapback city snap down hey thanks everyone all right thanks everybody for watching catch us next week for episode four but we're gonna announce the day it's not gonna be one week from today it's not gonna be wednesday next week it's gonna be we know what it is we just like wait till no our our first yeah our our episode is gonna be Friday. Friday. We have a Friday episode we have next a week. Friday a Friday episode night episode. Week. So everyone, because get your buddies very, together, get the beers on the couch in the living room. We so have you can a watch very, it. very special guest joining us who's in town for the BPSO. Yep. So you don't want to miss next week's episode. Definitely going to yeah. be a big episode next Friday, week. Friday, 8 p.m. It's going to be great. This episode was great. Everything is great. This was. Thank you, John. Thank you for joining us. Thank, thank, thank you, guys. everybody, for just, watching. Just, we'll see you guys next just week. Just really quickly, shout out to Rob right. G. We love you. Yep. Like, there's nothing else to say. We legit love you. You're the best of us. We'll and see we you wish soon you the when, best. You're, when you're out. If you guys got an extra few bucks and you want to go take that money and spend it on like uh, some candy, go spend it on Rob G's Instagram. Or, or, or bid on that, or bid on that photo. Be healthy. Link in the description. 
Yeah. Check that out. All right, cool. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. Boom.